Oh My Lead. This is Rosa. This is Tanuja. And today we're talking about our lovely tender childhoods. Hi, Tanuja. I don't know about tender. I feel like my childhood was pretty rough. <laughs> God. Okay, we're starting strong. I, I like that. I'm not mad. Wait, I just realized what that means. No, I just meant that I was a rough child. Not that ah. much. <laughs> I was a, I got scraped and, you know, I just fell down a lot. I was such a clumsy kid. I have a star in my head because I've opened my head five times. What? <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like, <laughs> like split open. Yeah, like not too bad. Like they just had to do some stitches. But I have like five times stitches in my head. And if you like, that's why I want to shave my head. Because I think that you will be able to see it and it will be cool. It's It forms like almost a star. So it's kind of cool. Wow, that is really cool. Um, I actually believed when I was a kid that my head is stronger than metal. <laughs> Go for it, babe. Only because I was on these swings, you know, with like... The ones, the indoor swings where you can put yeah. it in your house or your balcony and it had like a metal chain, you know, like attached to the ceiling and I was spinning in it like a lot and the chain broke and like I fell down, but the chain like hit my head and I, I just thought I was going to die or something and nothing happened and the, I saw the chain had broken. I was like, wow, I'm so strong. <laughs> I love the invincibility that you have when you're a child. That you're like, oh, nothing is ever going to hurt me. I would fall down a lot. Like, I'd scrape my knees. My knees are so, like, I have so many scars, like, on my feet and, like, my knees. That's just, like, childhood memories. I can, like, pinpoint to every scar and be like, well, this is what was happening then. Totally. I have scars all over my body because I am, well, you know me. I am clumsy. I am, my, the floor is my best friend. Uh... (laughs) There's nothing I can do. So imagine when I was little, I have scars all over. I'm so happy that no one called like child protection or anything. It wasn't anyone's fault. It's just me. (laughs) Somebody reported herself. You know, that that's something that Kins tells me all the time. He's like, please tell people that I'm not hurting you. And I'm like, people know me. People know that I will like break myself at any point. So I'm glad that you picked this topic. I was I was slightly apprehensive because... I didn't, I, cause, well, I had to really dig deep to find some book recommendations because yep. I remember reading books and they were all like American tween or teenage classics that I would find at the Scholastic Book Fair in my schools. But then I, t- I tried to like go back and remember the books that my parents would buy for me. And yep. my recommendations are now wild. You're not going to find them on bookshop.org. I, I might have to put in Amazon links for them. We'll survive. Yeah, I th- but I mean, genuinely, they, they are beautiful books. So I, I had a lot of fun with them. And my grandparents used to read them to me. So it was it was special. Mm, that's very lovely. Uh, do you want to start with your recommendations then? Hell yeah. Okay, so my first recommendation, and this is, I feel like I will read this to my child, you know. I will do that. I'll continue with the tradition. This is a special one. And most of the, I feel like even, perhaps even maybe British Indian kids or millennials would recognize this book. Uh, it's a classic. It's called Panchatantra. And Panchatantra is, I think it's a Sanskrit word. These are actually ancient texts that were written in Sanskrit 
and they're like really like thousands years old or something and mm-hmm. then they get they get turned into children's books and they're these like animal fables that have like a moral at the end of the story yeah my grandparents my mom would read them to me and it was all about like personified animals you know mhm that would be like a lesson at the end like this is what happened so why do you think who did this and why so they, i don't remember all the stories but they were really cute like elephant and ant and like a lion and a jackal or something like that uh, but mm-hmm. but they were beautiful because i think that was like the forming like a formation or like a foundational basis of my morals growing up it was through these books yeah yeah um, so yeah panchatantra and it's a series of texts so they they get made into children's books but the actual text is just like series of stories written in sanskrit It's very lovely how stories can really like form your life and form your your way of thinking, let's say. Yeah. It was it, like obviously it's such an impressionable age when you're a child anything yeah. that to you is so important because it'll stay with you like in your adulthood, you know, you of course even our listeners might remember like that childhood stories that they used to like read out and they would still remember that those books and they they become classics cuz they're literally like a generational bonding of like growing up the same same kind of stories but also it's very shrewd so like that's why i feel like mm-hmm. children's books are so important cuz it's very like you could put anything in it you know yeah. and yeah it could influence a child in so many ways so i'm glad my parents like chose <laughs> good texts but Some of those stories were also in like religious stories if you know what I mean. No, what do you mean? Fun. Yeah, maybe 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 my second recommendation I can like talk more about that, but I feel like there are a lot of not just morals but judgments or like the way one should live or like religious stuff that can be spun into like children's books. It yeah. does happen. Yeah, but Would you say that that's religious? Like that's more moral than religion, isn't it? Yeah, like Panchatantra were definitely just morals, but I I do remember certain childhood books and that were like you know how many gods we have. We have like number of gods which mm-hmm. make amazing characters for children's stories. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. had childhood books which were like Lord Ganesha goes goes out to find food and mm-hmm. and he's like a cute lord ganesha and you're like yay lord ganesha uh, he's my best friend oh that's <laughs> um, adorable yeah but he's a god and and if you love that story and of course children want to believe that these actually exist like even superhero books and movies right now some kids actually believe marvel characters mm-hmm. exist and that's why their parents take them to the marvel universe world or like theme <laughs> parks it's because those kids want to see that so i feel yeah. like if you're putting gods as characters in books that um that means you're also they they're ready to believe that god exists mm-hmm. you yeah. know i think that happened to me when i did read books where like lord ram or lord like goddess kali were all actually like that actually happened because i've read them in my books 
It yeah. must be true. Now if I'm it's saying in the books, to them, it's true. Like Tanu yeah. said, if it's in the book, it's true. People, <laughs> five-year-old Tanu says that. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. But obviously, growing up, I mean, once I grew up, I made my own choices and decisions yeah. whether I want to believe in something or not. But it's funny how things can be indoctrinated when you're at a yeah. young age. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I find it very funny. Uh, I wasn't going to do this recommendation, but you made me think of another book uh, that mm-hmm. my father used to read to us when we were little. Um, it, it's called Tales of the Jungle uh, by Horacio Quiroga, that it's a Uruguayan author. And they mm. were so beautiful because they were little stories with not much moral, but a lot of magical realism um, from creatures that lived in the jungle. And they were like just yeah. so, so magical and sweet. It had something almost ethereal. Um, and my father used to read all of those stories when we were little before going to bed. So my imagination wasn't filled. It's what you're saying. It wasn't filled like with princesses or with with superheroes or with things like that. It was filled with these creatures that came from the nature. And they were mm-hmm. almost mystical. But it was a very... Yeah how to say it, um, terrestrial kind of mystical. So it's kind of like the magic of nature and the magic of every day. Oh, that's lovely. I feel like that is kind of very similar to Pinchatanto as well. Yeah. And also animals are like more widely accepted with children. Like there's no fear. Like if you're, if you're like reading a story with a lion in it, the mm. lion's just another dude, like a fun yeah. dude. Yeah, you're not actually yeah thinking. Oh my God, the lion is much more dangerous than this. This is not realistic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not like a monster that scares you. It's your little furry friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what did you have any pets when you were growing up as a kid? Oh God, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. Okay, so I had to. I had a fish that like, well, it's a fish. Like fish dies shortly. Uh, okay. But then I had a hamster. Um, yeah, he was very adorable. His name was Pito. Mm-hmm. That in like in Valencian, when we say that someone is Pito, we say that he is a, someone that is nice, that is like tender, funny, all that stuff. Our hamster, uh, we we loved him. We like would give him food. We'd give him everything. He ate too much. He was so fat. You know, like the hamsters are supposed to be like these lean, tiny things. Our hamster was a proper like bowl of fat. And look, I thought the story was going somewhere where the hamster eats the fish or something. No, but no. I'm just glad that I was like holding my breath here for a minute. Like how embarrassed <laughs> you started the story with like, I, I just thought there was a horror story at the end of this. I'm yeah. glad the hamster was just fat. <laughs> but I, I think he died of a heart attack as we gave him too much fat food. <laughs> oh, my God. oh no. That's my theory. Oh my How old were you when he died? I don't know why, but I was like proper little because we didn't have him for much. We had him. He was lean oh and God. beautiful. And then we gave him chocolate and one day he died. We were like horrible, like pet owners. Yeah, it's okay. But he I'm lived sorry. whatever short life he lived. He lived a gluttonously. He was probably very happy. <laughs> I mean, it was a very happy life, I'm sure. Yeah, a short but a happy life. God, 
<laughs> and what happened to the fish? No, the fish like died one day. Like fish, yeah. is, like fish, fish don't natural reason causes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old age. Did you have any pets? I had. Oh my god, I have a really like weird pet history. So, so my first pet was, and I don't know how to say this, um, a bear. A what? A ba- my my technically my first pet was a bear and I was a year old. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm lost in translation here. Do you mean like yeah. a bear, like a rare, like a bear? A rare bear. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> okay. So context being that my dad was um so he's he's a retired police officer now but back then he was posted somewhere near like a jungle where he was almost like a forest ranger I would say or equivalent of that and so we lived outside of the city in this big old house and we only had very few like neighbors and one of those guys and I have a I have a photo like my mom has a photo of it because my friends don't believe it and I actually like I'll have to ask her for the photo again oh please this needs to be the photo of the episode I, yeah, I oh, if I can, I if beg. she can find it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. So yeah, I was like a year old. I was a baby and um, my parents lived in and there was this other guy who somehow had a pet bear and he would come around once in a while and, and like, there's a photo of me sitting on the, on the bear's shoulders and my parents are sat on the either side on a, in these chairs and it's just like a very like normal expressions photo where there's nothing out of the ordinary except I'm sitting on a bear I am so shocked right now like I yeah what <laughs> yeah it was so weird like they had other pets as well that he would bring around like I don't know there was a goat involved or something like there would yeah he, he had other animals I don't don't know. How how do you not introduce yourself saying like, hi, my name is Tanu. I had a a bear pet when I was little. How how is this not the first thing that comes out of your mouth? I know. I know that should that should just be the basis of my entire personality Um, at this point. What? What? Also, my parents never told me like, you know, you, you always want to hear like childhood stories about yourself and they told me so many but I actually found out about the bed literally when I found that picture in one of the old tattered al- photo albums that we had and I was like what is that what is that is that me who is that why are you sitting with a child with like this bed there? and they were like oh that's you that's the yeah this 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 happened hey okay okay um, yeah. So, listeners, we're finishing here the podcast because no story can top this up. I'm going to bed. <laughs> this is the story. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. Uh, well, no, I, I think after that I had a pretty normal childhood. I did end up having, like, a dog. Uh, but my cousins, where they all kind of live together in Pune, like all my uncles live together mm-hmm. and so my cousins had a dog called Bruzo and he I would say he was technically like my first pet that I yeah. 
spend the most like I didn't have a personally a family didn't have a pet by then but whenever I used to go spend my summer holidays with my grandmom that's Bruzo like was my dog and he was very like fiercely loyal to my grandmom yay so 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 at night if I'm like she you know kind of press her legs if her legs were aching I would press her legs and he would growl at me because he he'd think I was hurting her Oh, <laughs> he was no. very cute. That's kind um, of cute. So yeah, though. I had dogs. Cats never lasted. They would just go do their own thing and just yeah, the and then leave. Never... Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Like we don't like you. Yeah, I had lots of pets, but I think Bruza was like the one pet. I love that you were talking about summer, and I, I think that summer, when you're a child, has that thing of of being never ending. And yeah. yes, all the days are lasting so long. And you get, I used to get together with my cousins in like my grandparents' town in, in Medellin, in Extremadura. Mm. Um, and it's just that feeling of the days are never ending and you can do so many things. And you have like that little boredom of summer with the um, crickets like talking, not talking, sorry, the crickets Chirping. singing. <laughs> Creeping? Do the crickets Chirping? sing or do they chirp? I don't know. Oh, wow. What, that's, that's what do crickets sound? Let me find out. What do the crickets sound? Singing. That's beautiful, actually. What, what do... I am very metaphorical. <laughs> okay, but... Google says chirping, but... Okay. Chirping. Okay, Google. Okay, okay Google. <laughs> um, but it does remind me of my next uh, recommendation, that is This One Summer by Mariko Tamaki and Jillian Tamaki. Uh, that is mm. an a graphic novel. It's very beautiful. It's uh, I I would say young adult middle grade, um, mm. but it talks about that time in friendships uh, that it happens sometimes that suddenly you realize that you and your friend are in different stages of your life, and you know when that happens that you're still a child but your friend is a teenager, and there's a sort of disconnection between that. Yeah, I think that was a big turning point in my life. I've I've seen that happen with my cousins. They, I was the youngest or like yeah. one of the youngest. And like my older cousins who would play with me one summer, they just didn't. And they just never did after yeah. that. Oh, God. And it's so sad and so traumatic because you don't so understand sad. it. And yeah. you're there being like, but we used to play. Yeah. Why is that not the case anymore? What, how yeah. is... I have, I just remember that feeling so much, so strongly. Yeah, I, I remember one of, like, one of my cousins and me, we had, like, this favorite activity of um, lifting these big stony tiles to find mm -hmm. all the insects that were underneath. And that was, like, a favorite thing to do, just lift it because it's, like, on soil. And then you can see all the insects and worms and everything. Mm -hmm that had created that tile as a home almost. Um, and we should do that wherever we found those big tiles, like in the veranda or like in the backyard. Um, mm -hmm. And one day he just stopped. He was like, I don't want to do it. And uh, we, used to, we used to like pretend that we owned a shop and make things out of leaves and like mud and like, and we like pretend to sell it. <laughs> and He just one day went like, oh, no, that's boring. And I was like, what? No! Yeah, that's so heartbreaking. 
or like or me and my cousins all of us would play hide and seek because we have this like yeah. my grandmom's building is huge where all the uncles live and all my maternal uncles and so it, there were lots of like hiding places so we all of us like we were like 9 10 of us we would all play mm-hmm. and it just stopped one year yeah there was not enough people to play hide and seek oh god oh that's so heartbreaking Oh, bring us up. Is that is that what the book is about? Yeah, that's what the book is about. Oh God, it's so real. It's too real. I'm so sorry. Bring us up. Bring <laughs> us up with something a little bit more cheery. Well, no, I have I have another question. Did you ever get lost as a child? I don't think I ever did. I remember that once I got locked in a toilet and. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. Uh, for the listeners that don't know me, I am a worst-case scenario kind of goal. Uh, mm-hmm. So if we're meeting at 6 and at 6.05 you're not in the place that we're meeting, my instant thought is not, oh, they're late. My instant thought is, oh, they've been run over by a car and they're dying <gasps> in a little corner and no one knows where they are and they're going to die alone and I'm going to be here forever and it's going to be... Worst case scenario kind of girl. Um, wow. <laughs> my head is not fun. <laughs> wow. You, were you anxious as a child? Oh, oh yeah, I was. I once really? got locked in a toilet. Um, and instead of, like, yeah, of course you will get nervous. My thought was my parents and my brother are going to leave me here forever. They're going to forget that I exist. Oh. Yeah, and I have that I can totally feeling. imagine that, like, I can totally imagine as a child, like, that is your worst fear of being left behind by your family or your, where your family doesn't know yeah. where you are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Did yeah. they, like, did they get you out in time before oh, you, like, like bawled your Oh, like, in eyes 10 out? minutes, but I was bawling already. <laughs> I was crying hysterically. That's not, that's not even that long. It wasn't that, it wasn't that long at all, because I immediately, like, as soon as I realized that I couldn't get out, I immediately started panicking and crying. And and yeah. someone heard me, so they like got someone to get me out. Oh wow! So yeah, I had like a pretty like my parents were probably probably more anxious than I was. So if I was lost, like mm-hmm. you know, lost in quotes, like I wasn't really lost, but if for them I was, and mm-hmm. it was like a big deal. It was a big deal, like yeah. everybody. So <laughs> the funniest one I've been lo- I was lost four times. Well, yeah. the funniest one was that we were somewhere like near a village or something. So like a bit of countryside. And on the way to the town, there were all these like, um, there was a farm of like a fruit farm. Yeah. And I don't know what that fruit is called in English, but in Marathi, we say chiku. It's like a brown fruit. And it, it um the trees that it grows on, it's they're very low in height. They're very short yeah. trees. So, um, but I was so short, like obviously I was a kid, so I could like run in between them and no, no one would be able to see me. So I saw this peacock as we were walking by. Yeah. I saw this peacock, so I started chasing after the peacock. The peacock went under the chiku trees and both me and peacock were completely invisible to adults who could look down on the chiku oh, trees. Oh no. And uh, so I, I was like, I came out of the farm and I couldn't see my parents anywhere. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm, and I wasn't I wasn't scared that I was lost. I was I was just scared about my parents reaction. 
like yeah. oh my god when they find me they're going to be so mad at me like oh shit like i'm i'm in big trouble now so i walked along the road and i found a policeman and i was like hey my dad's a cop can you drop me home oh. and he dropped me home <laughs> or like not home but like wherever we were staying there because this was this was yeah. not a city but uh <laughs> and he dropped me home and my parents were like I don't remember what they were so I just remember they were so mad and everybody was tensed and everybody yeah. was worried like I remember that like it was a big deal but yeah that's that, I used to get lost a lot Poor baby <laughs> Poor my parents Poor your parents Poor your parents <laughs> Yeah poor my parents Um okay I will I will tell you my next recommendation this is a fun one Okay good so This is um the illustrated tales of Akbar and Birbal and these were my favorite this was literally my favorite book uh, or series of books so these were like so King Akbar was actually a royal king back really? in the day in India like yeah he was a royal king and then in his court of ministers was Birbal who was his like how do you say like a king's advisor or somebody okay and um so birbal was like very wise and very witty and like really sharp and akbar king akbar would rely on him for his wisdom to make decisions like like issues that would come up in the court yeah and um this guy was really smart so he would never give the answer straight away yeah so as a as a child who's reading you would like start trying to figure it out oh um what is the solution to this problem this mm-hmm. riddle it will always be like a riddle it made you think it made you like yeah 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 it made you think and then then in the end birbal would, would like he would solve the problem and the king would be like how did you do it and then he would demonstrate like this is how i figured it out and you'd be like whoa uh, <laughs> that's so cool yeah they were they were really nice cuz of course then it's steeped in indian history so you suddenly you're learning about kings and like the fact that he was an actual king and then yeah. i was convinced that this would this all these episodes that had really happened with king akbar Aww. um but the but, but the stories were just they were just fun and i think they got kids thinking i would say that's nice Also I would I would say like they had like a bromance cuz they were like buddies but one was Skylar. a king and one was yeah like one was a one was a king and the other but like they had like a witty like remarks and like that kind of friendship going on they were really well written So I'm going to ask you a question now Mhm Mhm were you a popular kid <laughs> Wow that's interesting Is it deep I mean I don't I don't I had best friends. Mhm. But I don't think I was the popular. No, I wasn't the popular kid. I think I I I became popular when I was like a teenager or something. Oh my god, you were a popular teenager. Oh, I hate you. I like no, I would I would like maybe that's stretching it out a bit. I was in the group of all the popular girlies. Oh yeah. And so I was I was friends with all the popular girls so by extension the light was shone upon me as well but I don't so think I was, was like pop. yeah I was basking in their glory or like whatever <laughs> attention was left over after they had used it all up <laughs> No I was I was a I was a reader like I was 
Yeah. You know, I was into books and like I would like play with insects and like people found that weird and yeah, people found it weird. Like me and my friend would keep collecting like dead animal skeletons. Like I was a weird kid, perhaps. Maybe that's probably a more accurate description. I don't think that's weird. I also did that. I think it's a very cute and endearing, endearing quality. Yeah. I think people my age, like kids my age at that time, found it weird. I think it was pretty cool. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, I was okay until I decided one day to uh, declare my undying love for the cutest kid in the school. And it did not go well. Because as you know me... I am not a very private person and I did, don't know how to do things quietly. So instead of doing it like in a little corner, I did it in the middle of break in front of everyone. <gasps> what did you do? How, how did you say it? <laughs> I just said like, hey, I like you. Uh, and he said, I think you're uglier than a monkey's butt. No, and I, no, no, that broke my heart. That, what? Oh, who's this kid? Who's this kid? I'm sure he's, like, he's like, ugly now. Oh, no, no. He's what? lovely. He's generally a lovely man now. It's just that we were little. But I've told him, like, now we've, like, because we're from Castellón. It's a tiny town, so we've yeah. crossed the paths and stuff. So I've told yeah. him more than once, like, just so you know, mate, I still remember. And I <gasps> will always remember. Yeah. That's a that's a core memory, that. Oh my and god! It does bring me to my last recommendation. <laughs> Before you say that, can I tell you about my childhood? Like, just because you brought that up, yeah, I do remember I was bullied. I was bullied for being fat. I think I've like blocked oh, no. it a lot, but I was bullied, and most it was obviously mostly the boys, but the girls would also make comments. Oh, I'm and sorry. Yeah, I remember that now. I was proper bullied, like verbally, not like physically or anything, but verbally. And like my confidence was pretty shit for a long time. I hate that. Yeah, I remember that. It's not very nice, but you know, it's a very, it still happens even now with all the awareness and parenting techniques to make sure your kid doesn't bully someone. Um, it still happens and it's just been a big part of like a big like it's it's a very substantial part of your childhood really like it does scare me so much raising a kid that will be respectful to other people and raising a people a kid that will know how to stand up to bullies because I I did have incidents but I thankfully like how my parents raised me I was very standoffish so Mm. I would immediately clap back and I would like not take it to heart. But not not everyone has that character. Yeah. I remember I was watching this interview that Zendaya gave. Yeah. Where she was saying that there was a kid being bullied. She wasn't doing the bullying, but there was a kid being bullied in her class. And her dad was probably like a teacher or something in the school. And they pulled her out. And they gave her a good big lecture, like, what are you doing? And yeah. she's like, I didn't do, I didn't do anything. I didn't do the yeah. bullying. Nobody's bullying me. And they're like, exactly, you didn't You're do not anything. Doing anything. And I was like, that's, that's cool. Like, it's, I will it, probably be that, that mm-hmm. I will probably do that as a parent as well. 
Yep, I completely agree with you. Because uh, you have to also teach them like, nah, like stand up. This is not acceptable. It cannot be acceptable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it was pretty all right. Even with that, I had lots of friends and I had lots of great memories as well. Tell me about yeah. your recommendation. Uh, I wanted to recommend The Weight of Lot uh, by Tiffany D. Jackson because she's done it again. Uh, it's a curry retelling. Tanu, it's a curry retelling. What's a curry retelling? Curry, curry, the horror book, the Stephen King horror book. Oh, curry, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Rosa. First <laughs> time I don't roll my arms. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. No, there's so many times in this podcast where I just fail to understand your words. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be. Okay. Not trying to. I hope I, it, that I, doesn't come across as mean. I'm genuinely like. I heard curry. Like, like an Indian curry. <laughs> you know, I have an accent. So yeah. We're both with accents. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone has an accent. This is this is a PSA. Everyone has an accent. Even if you yeah. think you don't, you do. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, a carry retelling. And it's a children's book. No, it's not a children's book. It's a, a, okay. a horror book. It's it's good. Ooh. Okay. It's beautiful. Um but it like made me think of those moments when you're like being like teased or bullied or whatever and you're like oh my god if I had like the strength if I had something like I would you would see you would hear me and and I am now like going through a book that she does have that power and she's able to punish all her bullies and and people that are (gasps) treating her horribly I am yeah yeah wow so it's like a successful revenge on yes. classmates kind of yes. Ooh. also Ooh. instead of being like for um Kari, uh, the original one it's uh, the bullying starts because she gets her period uh this one is in um a, a case of uh racial abuse towards the main character Ooh, wow it's very cool you really like you really have to read it it's oh it... oh my god i want to read this you're gonna have a blast. Yeah, I wish such mm-hmm. books existed when I was a child. Yeah, totally. There's so many books now. Like, I wish I, I had read them when I was a kid. Yeah, I understand. When did you read? Like, did you? I just I'm... read it. I literally wow. just read it because I found it online and I was like, this sounds like my dumb and my library had it on ebook. I love the premise. I really want to read it. Yeah, yes. you're gonna have a blast. And Tiffany D. Jackson is amazing. Like, call me, love you. Uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna tag her. Hopefully, maybe we can bring her on to a podcast if she. It would be increases. so cool. It would be amazing. You've recommended Tiffany Jackson before. I think I've recommended her to you. I don't think I've recommended her in the podcast, but the, I. Okay, maybe. I have her written down for another episode. But I have completely like. My memory is all mixed up. I don't know what is not on podcast and what is off podcast because we talk the same. Tanu and I actually do not talk anymore. We only record. <laughs> oh, God. It's no, so it's sad, a, but it's kind of true. Is that a hint? Yeah, no, maybe no, we should no, no, just maybe, not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. That don't does... worry. That does happen. I'm quite. I actually do want to make it a point to like spend time with you well it's not yeah. just about the podcast like that would be nice like 
last time we spent time together, it was literally like Tado and I sitting on a on a chair, like in front of each other, looking at things to do with the podcast. Yeah, that we spent the entire afternoon just planning the podcast, which was great for the podcast. It was fantastic. Yeah, really like yeah, it was great. It was great. A blast. Um. I did I did see this book that's coming out and it's not one like what's on the list of my recommendations but it's just speaking about books that um you know that I would have liked to read as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. I've got I've got I got a PR email actually and I, I just checked out the book and I I think I would want to read it. It's by it's called Rapunzel or Don't Touch My Hair by yeah. Ella McLeod. Did you I've read, heard about did that. Did you see that? Yeah. And it's basically this girl, like, it's a coming-of-age fairy tale. But, like, she basically um, builds, like, this entire, like, I want to say jungle or, like, a garden from her curly black curls, basically. Yeah. And it's just an empowering story. And I'm definitely, definitely going to ask for either a review copy or just buy it. It looks amazing. Amazing. So all these books that you recommended, do you think you'll you'll go back to them when you're reading them to Leo? Like maybe Horacio Quiroga. Maybe Horacio Quiroga. He's a classic, yeah. and and I love. This is so and so silly, but I am so fond of my childhood, and of my relationship with my parents, and like I have yeah. I have the voice of my father reading us stories. I I have like the songs that my mother used to sing to me, yeah. like the traditional songs and all of that. Like it's it's in the back of my head constantly. Yes. I I want that for my baby. Mm. Yeah, he's gonna have a, such a rich cultural background. He's so cute. <laughs> I I can't remember any songs from my childhood. I feel like mostly it was really dominated by Bollywood. <laughs> good. Also good. My mom would sing Bollywood songs to me. <laughs> That's also cool. Uh, no, it was cool because I, I did discover a lot of 70s and 60s Bollywood music. That's, oh my God, that's just like amazing. So mm. I'm glad to have that. Okay, so I wanted to recommend a comic book. We did Yay. have a lot of Indian comics. Yeah, we had... So we had this comic where one episode would come every week in a newspaper mm-hmm. and my cousin would like clip them out and put it in a book to have all the comics. So he would have his so own cute. comic book. Yeah. Um, so that was called Chintu and it was literally about this little boy who would have like these three panel comics, like literally a short story about mm-hmm. him being funny or like, it's it was a joke comic that you see in newspapers. Yeah. Too, like, well, That's if there so are newspapers, cute. are there newspapers now? Oh God. Um, but yeah. <laughs> do newspapers still exist? <laughs> they uh, print. Yeah, they. I think they do. Hope, yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so I I wasn't really taken in with that. I felt like a lot of boys would read Chintu comics, but there was another one called Chacha Chaudhary and Sabu and Sabu. Like they were. And then their adventures. So Chacha Chaudhary literally means Uncle Chaudhary. That was yeah. his last name. And he's like this old man with a stick and like a turbany thing. And yeah. he was like a detective. Yeah. And Sabu was his gentle, kind 
sidekick, but he looked like this giant of a man. Oh. So, so yeah, they both made an amazing team where Chacha Chaudhary would tell him what to do because he was solving a case and then Sabu would help him out. And they would go like catch thieves or like solve a missing, like a missing painting or something like that. And then, or they would like help people who were like stuck in like, or drowning or something. I vaguely remember like them breaking someone out of jail. I'm not sure yeah. if that's the correct story, but they were fun. And I feel like that is literally where my love for thriller and mystery and detective books came through. That was like Aww. probably my first detective story, Chacha Chaudhary. That's so lovely. Would you read them if I got them? Yeah, of course. I love comics. Because these were in English, by the way. All these books I've recommended were in English. Amazing. Yes, get yeah. them away. And I would read them to yeah. Leo. Oh my God. Ah, that, that was going to be so cool. From his auntie. <laughs> yes. A little Indian Indian mix in there. Like, uh, take this. <laughs> yeah. That, that just made me unusually happy. I, I love that we are getting to, like, recover Talho's things. And I love that. Like, I'm able to do it now with my baby, and I love yeah. to be able to share it also with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad that you you brought up this episode. I think it's it's just been a wonderful... It, I just had a wonderful time going back and, like, yeah. looking at my childhood and, like, sort of looking for books and speaking to my mom, like, what did I read back yeah. then? <laughs> it, it feels like um, sweets. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope our listeners loved it too. Um, please recommend, please tell us what you read in, in your childhood. Like what, what are these yes. little nuggets of like cute books that we can, we can all like give them to Leo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please make him a list. And as per <laughs> usual, please uh, subscribe, like, do all of these lovely things. Give us lovely reviews. And if you're an author or an editor or a publicist or something like that, just slide into our yes. DMs, babes. Get in touch. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Rosa.